This week's Cloudcast is brought to you by Momentum SI. Whether you want to migrate applications to the cloud, transform to enable DevOps, gain insight from big data, or accelerate your agile development, Momentum SI's strategy, consulting, and hands-on expertise can help you get there faster and with greater success. Check them out at MomentumSI.com. And now, on to the show. Cloudcast Media presents, from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina, this is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are still here in Atlanta, OpenStack Summit 2014. Uh, today, we're for this show, we're going to be joined by new guest host, uh, Eric Wright's with us, Disco Posse on Twitter. Thanks for coming on. First time on the show, or first time as a co-host. A second time now, I actually was on this morning, so it depends on the order of these are going to replay. That's right. You're a veteran. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's hard to go anywhere these days without hearing about Docker and containers and, and what's it doing and, and how it's changing the world. So we thought we'd go right to the source. Uh, CEO, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Uh, we had Solomon on. Uh, we had Solomon on back when it was the dot cloud days. So uh, okay, I think this is the first time officially we've had Docker as Docker. Uh, uh, okay, well we've only been Docker as Docker for right, six months. months. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, Whole project is only a year old. So so let's. I mean, we could we could talk about a lot of things, but first and foremost, um, what, your world is crazy these days. I mean, you can't literally go anywhere without you know the PaaS guys are talking about Docker and OpenShift's talking yeah. about yeah. Docker and. You know, like what's what's going on? What's the what's what's driving all this? Well, I mean, I think um, there's clearly a, a real transformation that's happening in the way that applications are written and deployed. And we've gone from where things used to be, where applications were long-lived and monolithic and deployed to a single server, to where they are now, where applications are short-lived and created constantly. They're built from lots of uh, loosely coupled components and deployed anywhere and everywhere across lots of different servers. And so I think Docker, as a way to accomplish that, was filling a really big need in the market. And I think because we went at it in such an open way yeah. and just did open source, open contribution, encouraged the community, uh, the takeoff has been spectacular. Yeah. And yeah. on that, of course, obviously one of the top most contributed you know, yes. uh, packages without that, right? Obviously you guys have got a lot of folks that are excited about it in every area of the community. Absolutely. We're, we're very excited. There, there are 38 people who work at Docker, plus a pet turtle, and there are over 400 uh, contributors to the project. So clearly 95-plus percent of the people working on Docker don't work for the company. Right. Yeah. So um, you're somewhat new within the last year. Mm -hmm. um, Docker, you know, we talked about originated life as .cloud. It was a sort of Solomon was running it. It was kind of in past space. Right. You get brought in. Somewhere in that, they said, hey, we want you to run a business that you don't drive it so much. I mean, like you yeah, said, yeah, yeah. you know, you're 10% yeah. of the work right, right, driving it. Right. And and the revenue model isn't necessarily a defined revenue model. Like, as a, as a CEO, right. for, forget about, you know, Docker. Like, how do you think about that in terms of, you know, how you talk to your peers and your board and, and communicate to the world where, where it goes? Oh, well, you know, it, it's nice to say I don't, you know, I don't have any of those trivial concerns, you know, like revenue or customers uh, when they come on board. Right. Um, so I actually, uh, my previous company was Gluster, which was also open source. Yeah. Um, and I actually came to talk to Solomon at DotCloud uh, because of Docker. So Docker had not yet been released. Mm -hmm. um, he was considering doing it as, as open source. And when I understood what the technology was doing, or as best as I could, 
I said, this has the opportunity to change the world. And really the only way that you're going to get something like this to take off is to go full out open and trust that if we become a standard by which people sort of approach this new way of doing virtualization, new way of de developing and deploying apps, uh, if we do that right, we'll be uh, in a great position to build a great business. Yeah. Or if not, at least we will change the world. And and how do you how do you measure success? I mean, is it right. I mean, is it do you measure downloads and contributors or you know pe people have different opinions on how you measure open source success? Sure, sure. I mean, so we we certainly measure downloads. We measure contributors. We measure uh, how many people are publishing and consuming things from our uh, library. So we have a library now of eleven thousand uh, Dockerized applications. Right. We measure based on the number of great use cases that are out there, and I think at this point it's over a hundred. And our, our favorite measure right now is the number of meetups. Because uh, we now have over 80 meetups happening in over 33, uh, 33 wow. countries. So How much of that actually got driven out of your camp? Or did, did that just sort of organically happen? Well, I mean, I, I think that your job as an open source community is to provide the right tools and then let go and let the community right. take it off. Right. So, so if somebody wants to set up a, a, a meetup in Jakarta or St. Louis or any place else like that, you know, they come to us, we give them some materials if they want. Right. We send them stickers if they want. We help publicize. But for the most part, it's theirs. Yeah, so there's no sort of hardened entry requirements. I know in the, yeah. specifically in the OpenStack user groups, there's, you know, different requirements to sort of be a participation in that. But there's meetup groups, which are... Yeah, yeah. so this is just, so just, just meetups, right? So, exactly. so we let people run wild with that. Um, uh, you know, there are 3,500 projects now on GitHub that have Docker somewhere in their title. Wow. So there's this huge ecosystem of third-party tools that are being built on top of Docker, right? And, you know, I think there's one mindset that would say, oh, no, that's a problem because some of them are doing things that we as a company might want to do in a commercial way. But I think it's far more important for us to say, hey, we want to be a platform and, you know, let the best uh, tools on top of that platform. Right. You talked about use cases, and that's really the biggest driver for, yeah. you know, product yeah. is great. But if it doesn't have a use case that maps against it, that has the chance to grow outwards, then right. the business model looks rough. Right. So what do you see as kind of like the big use cases that are coming up now in the market? Sure. I'd, I'd say there, there's sort of uh, three big use cases that we see. Uh, sort of writ large, there's a large CI/CD use case. You know, how do I get from the developer through test, staging, and production, and have that take minutes and be a pleasure rather than weeks of people pointing fingers at each other? Right. And you see all sorts of great use cases from you know, eBay talking about how they're doing it, to a late IQ, to a bunch of smaller companies, um, all talking about how they're using Docker to prove that. Sort of on the other side of the spectrum, you have how do I deploy applications at scale, in particular distributed applications. You know, take all of these you know, multi-component applications where there's an application and a database and data and lots of libraries and somehow have them all interact with each other appropriately scaling across large numbers of servers or even between data centers or di different clouds. We see a lot of that. Um, and increasingly now, we're seeing people talking about how they're bringing all of that together with a really nice sort of management and orchestration flavor. So uh, as a slight pitch, I would say if you come to DockerCon, either directly or virtually, you'll hear companies like uh, Spotify and Facebook and Gilt and Groupon uh, and Relate IQ um, and some three-letter agencies talking about how they're using Docker. And that's interesting because you effectively redid what they were doing as a DIY project in so many different ways, and the fact that they've jumped on board right. 
and just shelved what they were doing. And that's obviously a big nod to, to what your team is doing and, and what the community is doing around around the product. I, I think so. I mean, we always like to use um, shipping containers as an analogy. And I think I'd like to say that before we we came around, it was sort of as if there were lots of steel boxes, but they weren't all the same size and there weren't hooks and holes in all the same places. And when you sort of get that right, when you get to something that everybody can agree on and, and you know have what's on the inside of the container separated from what's on the outside of the container and all containers act the same way, then a huge ecosystem grows. And, and that's kind of what we've seen. So, but I, I mean, I guess, so if I, if I take that analogy... You know, fundamentally, it's still LXC on the cover. So, I mean, there's that sort of VM yeah, yeah. thing. And the unique part is, well, you know, making the shipping container was one sort of aha yeah. moment for the world. But, but to be able to do the things that they do at the ports in Hong Kong, it's like, you know, getting things in there, tracking them, figuring out what's in there, that's kind of the hard part. And that's, in essence, what you guys have done, right? That's the, that's the, aha, the next aha. Yeah, moment. I think that, that's the aha, right? The, the, the aha is, hey, first of all, you need to make these things all the same size with hooks and holes in the same places. Yeah. So people can build cranes and ships and trains that right. that work with them. But then you want to be able to have a standard way to track where containers are going and what's inside of them and uh, how they get sealed. And if somebody wants to refrigerate them, how do you do that? Right, right. So, so the equivalent in our, in our world is, is you know, how do you know what's in a container, where it came from? How do you make it easy to update uh, uh, containers? And how do you provide guarantees that a container... That was written in, a, you know, a non-virtualized Ubuntu environment can run in a virtualized RHEL environment right. or uh, at Amazon or things like that. So what's so what's next? I mean, people, I think people yeah. get the virtualization thing, and, and yeah. sometimes you want to draw analogies to what you've seen. So if we were to, you know, Eric yeah. and I have some VMware background, it was originally it was, hey, it's, it's efficiency, right? So lots of stuff in one thing, and then it became we need to deal with bigger sizes, right? So, you know, and then it became, I want to deal with performance. And I want to, like, wh where do you guys go next? What are the big, at least from what Docker, the company is thinking about, yeah. where, where, you, where are the big areas you go next? So we've got a bunch of priorities for this year. I mean, first of all, we need to get Docker to 1.0. Docker's still 0.11. Yeah, somebody somebody so. told me to ask you that. When does it go from beta to 1.0? <laughs> um, I, ask, I ask Solomon that all the time, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you look at the pattern, we release every month. Uh, and the last two releases have been you know, 90% about quality rather than new features. So, you know, it's imminent. Yeah. yeah. Next, next one or two releases. Um, uh, next thing that we need to do is we need to start filling out the um, the sort of how do you coordinate and orchestrate and manage and monitor containers, either how containers interact with each other or how they interact with networking and storage or how they migrate across lots of different servers. And that's a, that's a big area where we're doing a lot of work and a lot of other folks are doing really good work. Um, uh, and and the third real priority is to continue to build out the community. We've, we've had such a wonderful community of contributors uh, and you know, third-party projects that have built, been built on top of us um, uh, and libraries, but now we really want to provide a central place for all of that to get coordinated so that if I as a developer or I as a sysadmin want to find you know, either the best base image for Redis or I want to find the best CI, CD tools or I want to find the best uh, I as provider to run my container that there's a place to go and, and make that easy. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to deliver. Interesting. Is, now, there, is there a thought on, you know, the big focus we're seeing here at the summit is customer, right? Like that's sure. a big focus on customer and enterprise mm -hmm. and people are, are leaning towards a lot of on-premises stuff. Private yeah. cloud has obviously gotten a lot more heat, whereas everybody was like public, public. That was the only yeah, yeah, way yeah. out. Private cloud is getting a lot more heat. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe the NSA helped with that, but <laughs> but regardless... 
do you do you also see that you want to make a drive towards those yet not cloudy enterprise customers and trying to bring them on board? Is there a way that we could we can do that in oh, the community? Yes, yes. So, so um, actually, that you know, a lot of the a lot of the use of Docker is in a private setting. Um, you know, how do I get my application from developer through testing to production and scaling across stacks in production, whether they're open stack or not? Um, and um, we have been inundated in a good way, right, with like you know really large companies, you know, Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies, and, and pretty conservative industries who want to deploy Docker. And generally speaking, they're waiting for two things: they're waiting for us to get to 1.0, and they're waiting for us to offer commercial support. So both of those are imminent. Yeah, definitely. Commercial support is key. We, you know, the ever classic phrase of one throat to choke. There's that hope of the one eight hundred number someone can call. Yeah, you know, and maybe that comes from the, you know, the ecosystem of just general contract support, where maybe there's third parties that are going to say, "Hey, we we fully support Docker, and mm -hmm. we'll help you through your journey." Yeah, and we've got a great network that we're building up of, of system integrators. Um, uh, you know, from small companies all up to you know the large the large ones uh, that want to deliver Docker, and they're generally wanting to deliver Docker. In the context of a you know, greenfield project around data centers, or around an OpenStack deployment, or around CI/CD, um, and we're thrilled about that. Again, nice. we're 38 guys in a turtle, so uh, <laughs> you know, name a large bank wants to redo their entire data center, they're probably better working with us in conjunction with a partner rather than, than just us. Do you see it? I mean, right now it's, it's obviously integrated, but you talk about hundreds yeah. of projects. Yeah. Do you do you think you'll see? You know, we used to see. Uh, you know, hosting providers who just focus on like Linux. Do you think we'll see people that want to specialize that much, or do you think it'll always be a piece of a bigger integrated system? Oh, um, you're talking about focusing on sort of Docker-based. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you think we'll see that at some point? I mean, do, do people want to specialize it that much, or is it really? It's just part of a broader ecosystem, but it's a really important. Well, element. I mean, we, we think there's an evolutionary way to use Docker and a revolutionary way to use Docker. Yeah. So we see lots of people who are taking the evolutionary approach. You know, how do I? You know, retrofit my configuration management system, or my VM, or my hosting environment to support Docker. And we think that's fantastic. Uh, and then we see a lot of new companies that are saying, "Hey, let's start afresh with Docker. Right? Let's have a minimal OS with Docker, purpose built for Docker, or let's have a CI system that's purpose built for Docker." And as uh, as the guys sort of who are driving Docker, we say we love both. And, and let them win, right? And it's not our job to tell an end user what to use or tell a, a third party what kind of tools to build. We just want to make the best platform out there and then let the best tools uh, be. One of the things when we talked about, you know, Docker obviously gets a lot of focus and, and with good yeah. reason, you kind of, you joke about being the darling of the industry and, and uh -huh. whatnot. Does that also put an extra pressure on you to make sure that you, you set a target that can be hits and that's going to wow somebody. Like at this point, you're now you're kind of at the mercy of how good you've been up to this point and how you repeat that. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that, that's kind of my biggest biggest worry is um, uh, you know there's there's so much great talk about Docker and and obviously a lot of hype as well, right? And we're not really trying to create the hype. I think it's it's out there. Um, and so you know we want to be you know on the one hand. Encouraging the people who say, hey, this thing can truly revolutionize the world, and at the same time say, but remember, we're 38 guys, and it's version 0 0.11, right? Um, and, you know, so for, for large enterprises that are thinking of using Docker, you know, our, our general message is, hey, it's great. Why don't you start with that CI/CD use case? Start with, you know, trying to get from development to production. Um, start with your newer apps. Start with uh, things that are not mission critical, and then naturally evolve. 
So uh, I'll sort of wrap up last question because I know you're busy yeah. and you're doing this. So you talked about a bunch of customers that might be at DockerCon. Or yeah, the, yeah. We, the folks from Guilt reached out to us yesterday and said, okay. hey, we want to talk about this. Like, who are some of the people, you know, and you don't want to single yeah. out certain because you love all your kids the same way. Right. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, if people were going, I want to learn more about it, especially from the operators. Like, who are some of the, the companies or the people that you would point and go, go, go follow them on Twitter, go read their blog, go Well, I think if you, if you go to DockerCon, we're sold out, but if you go to the DockerCon website uh, and you see the use cases that we've chosen, people who are talking, go follow them. Yeah, and we chose them because they, yeah, they represent a diversity of different types of use cases, but they've also written about them in a really good way, right? In a really thorough okay. way, and have been honest about what what works, what doesn't work. But yeah, we certainly love how eBay talks about us, how Guilt does, Groupon, uh, Relate IQ, which is a startup that is doing some really interesting things with Docker. You know, represents more by a revolutionary view of how to use Docker. Uh, we think they're all great. Cool, very good. Well, listen, uh, I want to wrap this up. Thank you so much for your time, uh, folks. As always, if you like the show, tell a friend. Uh, for Eric and for Ben, uh, thank you for your time, folks. I think we're gonna have a couple more from the, from the event, but. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the week.